Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. You were probably taught that there are five main question words. Who, what, where, when, and why. Or in Espanol, Quién, qué, dónde, cuándo y por qué. But there are actually two ways to ask the question why in Spanish. Por qué y para qué. And it's important to know the difference between these two so that you don't come across as rude or unintelligent when you're speaking Spanish. So stick with me to the end of this episode and I'll make sure you know when to use por qué versus para qué. Vamos a empezar. This episode of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast is brought to you by Yabla. Yabla provides language immersion through engaging videos for Spanish, English, Italian, French, German, and Chinese language learners. Yabla features authentic content by native speakers, custom playback, subtitles, learning games, and flashcards. Yabla is the premier language learning video platform with tools to enhance conversational understanding, such as the patented dictation game Scribe. If you haven't tried out Scribe, I definitely recommend you check it out. It is a game changer when it comes to improving your listening comprehension, and it's the perfect way to practice active listening. Stream authentic shows and music you enjoy while you learn at the same time. Give Yabla a try today using this special link, yabla.com slash salsa. That's Y-A-B-L-A dot com forward slash salsa. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola, oyentes. Bienvenidos al episodio 87. Welcome to episode 87 of the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast. 
In this episode, I'm going to explain the difference between asking why using por qué versus para qué in Spanish. It's important to know the difference between these two because you want to understand correctly when someone is asking you a question and two, if you don't use the right one when you're asking someone a question, it can sound impolite, rude, or even like you're just a little bit slow, right? People might think you're unintelligent. So stick with me for this entire episode and I'll make sure you know when to use por qué versus para qué. And por supuesto, of course, we'll do that exploring la letra or the lyrics to one of my favorite canciones de salsa. La canción se llama... Periódico de Ayer. Periódico de Ayer. And the song is by Hector Lavoe. So this literally means uh, yesterday's newspaper. All right, so periódico is the newspaper. And de ayer is from yesterday. So we're also going to learn a lot of vocabulary about uh, the day and time, like different times of day. So be on the lookout for that as I go through the lyrics. And then we'll get to uh, the use of para que in this song. And we'll talk a little bit about why he uses para que in vez de or instead of por qué. All right. So let's take a look at the lyrics of the song first, and then we will dive into the difference between the two ways to ask why in Spanish. So at the beginning of the song, he says, Tu amor es un periódico de ayer. Tu amor es un periódico de ayer. So your love is yesterday's newspaper, okay? So think about this in English, we'd probably say it's old news, like yesterday's news, like that's that's old, right? No one... No one really wants to hear about that anymore. So obviously he's talking about someone that uh, he is he's really getting over. So your love is yesterday's newspaper. Que nadie más procura ya leer. Que nadie más procura ya leer. So this means that no one else, que nadie más, so no one else, even bothers to read anymore. Okay, so this word procura comes from the verb procurar, which isn't a very common verb. Uh, this song, I think in general, there's a lot of metaphor here. So, you know, just in the beginning, he's comparing uh, this person's love to a newspaper. So it's a lot of metaphor, uh, but there are some words that we will see that we'll be able to use in day-to-day -day conversation. And those are mostly related to uh, the day and times of day. But this verb procurar means something like to strive for, to go for, like to put effort into. So in this case, he's saying nadie más procura ya leer. So this is a way of saying like it's not really worth the trouble, like no one would bother to uh, read this anymore. Okay, so this ya leer is like to read anymore. So literally, he's just saying that, you know, this is old news and no one else really wants to hear about it anymore. Sensacional cuando salió en la madrugada. Sensacional cuando salió en la madrugada. So sensational when it came out in the morning, right? So this madrugada is really a sunrise or dawn. So you can think of this as like when the, the in the old days, I guess, when newspapers were uh, like the only way we could really get news, you know, people would be waiting at the newsstand at like 5 or 6 a.m. They were waiting for the new paper to come out 
So in this case, it's sort of referring to, to that time. So uh, this was, you know, really sensational news when it came out, salió, so like salir, to come out, at dawn, la madrugada. So madrugar is a pretty common verb. Uh, it's also a noun. So la madrugada is dawn or sunrise. But I could also say, if I want to say I get up early, I could use the verb madrugar, right? So it could be used both ways. Y a mediodía ya noticia confirmada. Y a mediodía ya noticia confirmada. So, and at noon, it's already uh, confirmed news, all right? So, mediodía, you could literally think of as midday, uh, but in English we would just say noon. So, this is 12 o'clock in the afternoon, uh, exactly. So, again, another word that you can use in day-to-day -day conversation, you can say a las doce, a las doce de la tarde, right? Or al mediodía, okay? So, either at 12 o'clock or at noon. Ya noticia confirmada. So, noticia is news, and ya in this case means already. So, noticia confirmada, you can just think of this like, you know, confirmed news or just like it was already well known, right? It was official, right? So, uh, again, he's using the, the time of day to sort of talk about the course of this relationship, right? In the morning, it was new. Everyone wanted to know about it. Uh, then by noon, it was pretty much confirmed. It was pretty well known uh, that these two had gotten together. Then he says, y en la tarde, materia olvidada. Y en la tarde, materia olvidada. So, and in the afternoon, it was a forgotten matter. So, in this case, materia is also subject. So, you can think of it as like subject matter. So, this was something that, you know, by the afternoon, it was already old news. You can think of it that way. All right. And then he says again, Tu amor es un periódico de ayer. Your love is yesterday's newspaper. Fue un titular que alcanzó Página entera. Fue un titular que alcanzó página entera. So it was a headline. So fue, well, it was, un titular, which is like the headline, like you think of, you know, the headline of the newspaper. Que alcanzó página entera. Que alcanzó página entera. So it reached, or, you know, alcanzar means to reach. Uh, alcanzó. Uh, so it reached the full page. The entire page. So basically, you can think of it like, you know, when you have um, a, a newspaper headline, it's sort of like that front page news. It like takes over the entire uh, front page. So that's kind of one way to think about it. But basically, it was a big deal, right? When it <laughs> when it started, this was a big deal. Por eso ya te conocen donde quiera. Por eso ya te conocen donde quiera. So por eso is that's why. Ya te conocen. So this te conocen is they already know you or they're familiar with you. Donde quiera. So donde quiera is like wherever or anywhere, almost like everywhere. You can think of it that way as well. So he's saying that's why everyone, you know, knows about you pretty much everywhere. Tu nombre ha sido un retrato que corté. Tu nombre ha sido un retrato que corté. So this tu nombre is your name. Ha sido, this is has been, un retrato que corté. So this is like a portrait that I cut out. 
So you kind of think about it again when you are uh, looking at the news, right? Like the newspaper, you could cut out these news clips and you like you paste up the things on the wall that are important. So he's kind of saying like he, you know, this was something. And again, this is a metaphor, right? So this this love affair that he had was like really important. It was really big news. He cut out the headline, right? This was something that he he saved. Y en el álbum de olvido lo pegué. En el álbum del olvido lo pegué. All right. Now, once again, this is a little bit of poetic language here. So he's saying, and in the album of oblivion, right? Olvido. So that comes from olvidar, which is to forget. And, and lo pegué is I stuck it there or I pasted it. So again, like think about like he's got this, you know, metaphorical newspaper. He cuts out the headline and or he cuts out the news clip. And at first, like, oh, this is super important. But now he's he's moving this to this you know, kind of like the sea of forgetfulness, right? Like <laughs> the album of oblivion. So he's pasting it in this place where he can forget about it because it's no longer important because it's old news now, all right? So, you know, album del olvido lo pegué. And this pegué comes from the verb pegar, which is, like I said, to stick or to hit or to paste something. Tu amor es un periódico de ayer. So he says that again. Uh, your love is yesterday's newspaper. Que nadie más procura ya leer, that no one else bothers to read anymore. El comentario que nació en la madrugada. El comentario que nació en la madrugada. So in this case, he's saying, you know, the commentary that came out again or that was born, right? He's using the verb nacer here. Nació, so it was born at dawn. Again, that's more figurative language. He's just saying that this is, you know, it all started in the morning. Y fuimos ambos la noticia propagada. Fuimos ambos. So it was like we both did this. So it was it was both of us uh, that propagated the news or we spread the news is a better way to say it. So noticia propagada is like news that was propagated or that was spread. So it was like, hey, we both, you know, made a big deal about this. We told everybody about our love. Uh, y en la tarde, materia olvidada. But by that afternoon, it was old news, right? Materia olvidada, it's a subject that has been forgotten. And he repeats again, tu amor es un periódico de ayer. And then we get to the chorus. And this is where we get to our use of para que. So <laughs> he actually is asking the question. And this is actually, so when you listen to the song, you hear Hector Lavoe is the main singer, and then there's sort of like the backup singers, and they're asking this question over and over again in the chorus, and he's sort of answering it. So he says, or, they, or they're asking, right? ¿Y para qué leer un periódico de ayer? So that's kind of the whole point of the song. ¿Y para qué leer un periódico de ayer? So the, the question here is, and why would you read yesterday's newspaper? And they're really asking this para que is like, for what reason? Like why, you know, what's, what good is it really to read the newspaper from yesterday, right? Cause it's no longer relevant. There's new news that's come out since then. We had a new newspaper come out this morning. So for what reason would I read yesterday's newspaper? 
All right. And so, again, the song goes uh, on a little bit further. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the lyrics, but I wanted to give you the, the just like gist of the meaning of the song. If you want to get the full lyrics, I suggest that you check out our sponsor, uh, Jabla, who actually sponsored this episode. They actually have the song on their website. So if you go to yabla.com slash salsa, so that's yabla, Y-A-B-L-A dot com forward slash salsa then you'll be able to sign up for a 15-day free trial. And you can try out this song, right? You can go and look for Periódico de Ayer, and I'll include a link in the show notes to this as well so that you can uh, search for it. Uh, And you'll get the full lyrics when you sign up there, and you'll actually be able to listen to the song as well. And there's some other features that I explained as well on the show notes page, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 87. That's learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 87. And they'll give you sort of a demo of how you can actually uh, use the site to find things and search. And um, yeah, so you'll be able to check out the lyrics. So if you want to do that, I definitely recommend you check out Yabla and go and really review the lyrics to the whole song. All right. But I'm going to stop here for now and let's get into explaining the difference between para que y por qué. All right. So you might be wondering, all right, well, he's, a, he's really just asking a question, why, right? Para que leer, why read uh, un periódico de ayer, a newspaper from yesterday. Like, why would I do that? So in English, we really just have one word for this, right? We just say why. And the only way you really know the difference is sort of by maybe our intonation. Uh, like, so for example, if I could say, why read yesterday's newspaper? Right? That sounds like a sincere question. I'm really asking, like, why read it? Like, what do you, you know, tell me why? Versus, uh why would I read yesterday's newspaper, right? Or why read that? You know, why read the newspaper from yesterday? So just kind of in the way that I'm saying it, you get a sense of like, am I asking a sincere question or am I really questioning, you know, okay, well, no, really, why would you do that? I'm almost saying, implying that it's really not a good idea, right? I'm, I'm, it's almost like a rhetorical question in that sense. I'm like, why would I, what would I do that for, right? So that's kind of how we would do it in English. But in Spanish, you actually have this difference between por qué, which is just why in general, and para qué as a question, which really means like for what reason, right? You're really questioning the, the validity and you're asking for a justification. So, in the, and again, you're almost saying like, really, it's not, it's not necessary, whatever I'm asking about. Like I've already kind of decided that it's, there's no reason for it, but I'm going to ask you to justify the reason, right? So that's when I kind of said in the intro that if you use para que instead of por que, it could be seen as rude, right? Because if you're questioning para que, you're saying for what reason? And again, depending on your intonation, you could be seen as questioning someone, right? So when you really are asking a sincere question, I always recommend using por que instead of para que, all right? So For example, let's just look at a few examples of how this might play out. So I could say, ¿Por qué necesitamos tanto dinero? ¿Por qué necesitamos tanto dinero? Like, why do we need so much money? Right? And this is, maybe this is like a sincere question. I'm like asking like, you know, why? Uh, But I could also say, ¿Para qué necesitamos tanto dinero? ¿Para qué necesitamos tanto dinero? So for what reason do we need so much money? So I'm almost implying that I really don't think that we need this much money and you need to explain to me why. You know, it could also be genuine, right? Like, but you really are asking for what reason? Like, give me a list of reasons 
that explain why this is necessary. So it's more of a question, um, I think of it as a more pragmatic and more concrete question when you use para que versus por que, all right? So let's look at another example to sort of illustrate this, because uh, I know it can be maybe a little bit difficult. And again, it's a nuance. No rule is 100% of the time, but this does give you an idea of the connotation of por que versus para que. So I could ask the question, para que necesitas la universidad? Para que necesitas la universidad? So for what reason do you need university? Or basically I'm asking, for what reason do you need to go to college? Like, and it's almost like, what do you need to do that for anyway? Right, that's almost like uh, the idea behind the question. And then I can answer sincerely, right? Para que tenga una maestría y obtener un trabajo que me pague bien. So para que tenga una maestría y obtener un trabajo que me pague bien. So I'm saying so that, okay, so that I can get a master's degree and I can get a, a job that pays well. Uh, and again, when you're using para que in response, uh, it becomes so that or for these reasons, right? So para que the question is for what reason or for what and para que in the answer is so that or for these reasons, right? Just like you have por que as a question why and then por que as the answer because, okay? So uh, there is a difference there between those two. And you may also notice para que when you're not using it as a question, so you're giving the answer so that, uh, it actually triggers the use of the subjunctive. So I said para que tenga, so that, so that I have, or you know, that I can get uh, a master's degree, all right? So that's uh, the use of para que. So let's ask the same question, but use por que and see how the answer changes. Okay, so if I say, por que necesitas la universidad? Por que necesitas la universidad? That's more of a sincere question, right? I'm asking about what are your beliefs about education? Like, why do you think it's important or why do you think it's needed that uh, we have universities or that you go to the university? Why do you think it's important for you? So that's that's more of the question. I'm really asking about your creencias or your beliefs. And I could say, ah, porque es importante aprender cosas nuevas, right? It's, it's important to me to learn new things. I want to learn about the world. And again, this porque, why, and then porque, because. So that's the real difference between the two. And again, it can be a little bit difficult to get this down, but I would say more commonly you will hear por qué as why. But when you're really asking for give me the reasons or, or explain to me why this is valid, then you're really going to say para qué. So you can also use these by themselves just as questions, right? Just like if someone asks you, well, why, right? Why? You, you don't have to use like a full statement, right? You could just say, por qué or para qué. So again, just a slight difference there. Like if, let's say, um, I'm sitting in the house and I'm, and I'm hungry, right? And I just say to my friend, hey, um, ¿quieres ir al restaurante? Right? Like, I, like, hey, do you want to go to the restaurant? And they might say, por qué? Right? Like, why? And then I would probably just say, ah, porque tengo hambre o me muero de hambre. So because I'm, I'm hungry or like I'm starving, right? Uh, now, if they were to say, if I say, ah, ¿quieres ir al restaurante? And they say, ¿para qué? Right? They're probably saying, like, for what? Like, why would we go to the restaurant? Right? They're almost questioning, like, why I'm asking that question to begin with. So it's sort of like, for what reason would we go to the restaurant? Um, and then I could say, ah, porque tengo hambre y no quiero cocinar. Right? Like, so because I'm hungry and I don't want to cook. 
right? So there, I'm giving more reasons because I'm saying that, look, um, I know you're asking, like, why would we go to the restaurant, period? And I'm saying because I'm hungry and I don't want to cook. So, again, you're giving more justification when uh, someone asks you this, para qué? So that's why you have to be careful with it. If you're using it, especially depending on your tone, uh, it can be seen as like you're questioning someone's judgment or you're really asking them why would they want to do something instead of why do you want to do that, right? <laughs> so there is a slight difference there. So you want to want to be careful. So again, I would always err on the side of using por qué. Uh, and then, you know, in those instances where you need to really ask for what reason you can use para qué, but just kind of be careful depending upon how you say it, all right? Porque can also be seen as asking more of like an existential question, like why are we here, right? So porque estamos aquí, right? It's like why are we here versus para que estamos aquí, like for what reason are we here? Again, para que is probably more practical, right? You're asking for specific concrete reasons, where sometimes porque is more asking about someone's, you know, beliefs and, and sort of the reason why something exists, right? At more of a deeper level. So kind of think of it that way as well, okay? So I hope that was helpful. Again, don't forget, if you want to check out the song Periódico de Ayer, uh, you can go to uh, the show notes page, learnspanishconsalsa.com slash 87, and there you'll find a link uh, that will direct you to Yabla, where you can go check out the whole song. And again, you get my tutorial there for how to use the site because um, there's some really cool features that you can use to help you improve your listening comprehension. And of course, you guys know that I love learning language through music. So this is just another tool that you can use to not only learn through music, but also improve your listening comprehension as well. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast and that something that you heard today has helped take you at least un pasito más cerca, one step closer from being a beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.